Welcome to the Mycotoxin Matters podcast from Alltech Mycotoxin Management. As mycotoxins present an ever-increasing threat to livestock production, join us as we discuss these impacts and potential solutions, sustainable farming, and our vision for a planet of plenty. Hi, and welcome to this month's episode of Mycotoxin Matters podcast. My name's Nick Adams, Global Director for Altex Mycotoxin Management Platform. And this month, we're going to take a look at the learnings from the recent harvest analysis work that's been undertaken uh, by our team in India uh, based around the uh, recent uh, harvest that has been ongoing uh, in that part of the world. Uh, Joining us for the discussion today are Dr. Lokesh Gupta and Raksha PR. Uh, Dr. Gupta uh, joins us as Regional Technical Manager for uh, Alltech in South Asia and Raksha joins us as the marketing coordinator who has been uh, really uh, coordinating the uh, the harvest analysis project. Uh, Lokesh has over 18 years of experience uh, in the poultry nutrition and management uh, sector in South Asia and Raksha has been working for the past five years in uh, the marketing arena with a background in uh, horticultural sciences. So uh, Lokesh and Raksha, you're both uh, very welcome to the podcast today. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. So Lokesh, maybe we could uh, start with yourself and and perhaps you could give our listeners a quick introduction uh, to the industry in India, uh, how it's been affected by some of the challenges within uh, the wider global market over these past uh, couple of years and and where it currently stands. Yeah, uh, Nick, sure. Uh, I will just give you give a brief uh, introduction about the Indian poultry industry and the challenges uh, that we are facing currently. So Indian poultry industry has undergone significant transformation during last few decades, and it has emerged as one of the major sectors of the agricultural economy. Currently, India is third largest egg and fourth largest poultry meat producer in the world. However, with huge population of over 1.4 billion people, our consumption of animal products is quite low. At present, our per capita egg consumption is 90 and meat consumption is approximately 4 kg. India poultry market size has reached a value of approximately 175,000 crores rupees uh, in 20, year 2021. And the industry is further expected to grow by a compound CAGR of around 8% in next 5 to 10 years. So the industry is growing very fast and the growth is being driven by the rising disposable incomes and changing uh, food habits of consumers. The shift from the traditional Indian diet, which heavily depends on pulsage, to food products such as meat and eggs to meet the protein requirement of the human body is significantly aiding the uh, Indian poultry industry growth. The growing awareness regarding health and wellness is further driving the demand of meat and egg. Factors like rising disposable incomes, improving lifestyle standards, rapid urbanization, and the growth of the distribution channels like retailing and online delivery are propelling the industry further. Thriving bakery food market 
is driving the demands for egg, which is an important ingredient in uh, bakery foods. The regional bakery food market is exhibiting strong growth rates and is expected to create a positive impact on the consumption of eggs in the country. Indian government is also encouraging poultry farming in the country to increase disposable income of farmers by introducing capital fund schemes to support poultry business and introduction of eggs into pre midday meal of school children. There are numerous integrated players in the market and they have made sizable investment in breeding, hatching, rearing and processing activities. So this is regarding the background, but still we are having uh, some issues uh, and uh, the issues are mainly the war that the uh, world is going through. In fact, uh, Russia-Ukraine war has uh, uh, almost uh, affected everyone and this is the main reason behind the rising feed cost. And that cost has mainly increased in the uh, vegetable oils and grains. Uh, the war has also resulted in export of uh, corn from India to the regional uh, markets like uh, Bangladesh, uh, Southeast Asian countries and Sri Lanka, and that has impacted the prices of corn. We are also having the reemergence of various diseases like bird flu and avian influenza, and that, that is again causing fluctuating demand in the consumption pattern of the, of the uh, poultry meat and eggs. Right now, the prices of uh, uh, chicken and eggs are on the lower side and the poultry integrators and uh, egg uh, producing farmers are uh, not making uh, any reasonable profit. Lokesh, thanks for that. And really so many parallels that we can draw from your comments that we see in other markets around the world, whether that's on the, the trends side of things that have, you know, coming out of COVID when we look at how uh, food consumption has changed um, and, and, and then the comments regarding the, the war in Ukraine and how that has impact, uh, impacted pricing. Um, clearly though, India as a market has so much growth potential uh, which makes it uh, very exciting to to be a part of. Um, Raksha, maybe if we if we come to yourself now, because you know clearly within a challenging market, uh, the the quality of grain plays an important role. When margins are tight, um, profit is uh, is scant, then efficiency becomes really important. And so you know this was. Uh, another uh, opportunity for us to build on the previous harvest projects that we've run in India and elsewhere around the world. Um, maybe you could just talk to us a little bit around the approach to the harvest project in India and how we've gone around collecting those samples from the field. This is the third time Altec India is doing this fresh harvest corn survey, beginning it for the first time in the year 2019. The main objective here is to analyze the season's maize quality as maize is the principal energy source used in poultry diets due to its high energy value and palatability. In India, maize is the third most important cereal crop after rice and wheat, accounting for around 10% of total food grain production in the country. And we have chosen some of the top maize producing states of the country for our survey like Karnataka, Maharashtra, Andhra Pradesh, and Telangana. We traveled over those states met farmers in their farms, and we also met traders in trading centers. 
and we interviewed them to understand the production scenario, the issues they are facing, the market price trend, and the ground reason behind market price fluctuations. So after traveling over all these states, we collected maize samples from all the places we had visited and then sent for laboratory to check moisture, crude protein, and other physical parameters. And then we also had tested them for mycotoxins. Thanks, Raksha. And following on from that, uh, when you sent those samples to the laboratory for testing, which mycotoxins uh, were tested and, and which method was used to make those tests? Yeah, uh, we had analyzed six mycotoxins totally. Aflatoxin, ocrotoxin, trichothecin, that's T2, and Dawn, Fumonosin, and Gerlenon. And to detect them, we had used Alltech Rapid program. Fantastic. And that's using the Neogen Raptor analysis method and then linking into the, the Rapuid system uh, to, to allow us to upload those results into the cloud. Um, Raksha, following on uh, from that, could you give us some comments uh, based on your interviews with the, the farmers and your, the different visits that you made? What, uh, what did they say about the growing and the harvesting season this year? What was it like across some of the different states uh, that you visited? And, and how do people think that it influenced the quality of the, the harvest this year? So in India, maize is grown in a wide range of ornaments extending from extreme semi-arid to sub-humid to humid regions. Maize can be grown in all seasons, example like Cardiff, what we call monsoon, and Rabi, that is winter season, and in spring seasons too. This is the Cardiff maize crop we had analyzed now, which predominantly occupies 82% of the area under cultivation of the country. The crop was sown during last week of June to four, first fortnight July, and harvested during end of October to mid-November. This year, while we traveled, we observed extended rain till the harvest. In some of the areas, for example, Davangere of Karnataka, which is a hub of maize production, rainfall was around 640 millimeters. So that is double the rainfall the district had received last year. The rain has dashed the dreams of several farmers who were expecting good crop this year. And during our visit to Nizamabad, we saw the maize was drying outdoor and the sudden unexpected rain soaked all the maize drying over there and the grain started flowing in water. And that was all of a sudden and everyone was helpless as there was no enough resource to protect them from rains. And in Maharashtra, we observed the maize crop which were put on ground for drying absorbed moisture and started germinating in the soil itself. And again, this is due to the rain which poured late in the season. So definitely prolonged rain is one of the major factor which affected this year's Karib season maize. And one more thing I want to highlight here is the fall armyworm. So the fall, uh, fall armyworm is the most destructive pest of maize in India since its report in May 2018. And this time we haven't seen much damage from fall armyworm because farmers are already aware of pests and its symptoms now and had taken control measures at very early stages. So these biotic and abiotic stressors are significant bottlenecks in attaining fullest potential of yield gain and quality in maize in India. Thanks, Raksha. Uh, it's certainly interesting comments regarding those late season rains and how that's affected uh, the harvest. 
uh, you know, clearly timing of harvest is so important. And then uh, we think about the storage side of things in India as well and the difficulty with the the, the heat and the humidity uh, in the country. Uh, those late season rains really uh, ha- have an impact coming into that storage uh, phase as well. Uh, Lokesh, maybe then coming back to yourself, uh, can you talk to us a little bit about the results from the harvest survey? What have we actually seen then from the mycotoxin standpoint? Yeah, so this time uh, uh, the maize that we have, uh, uh, we are getting uh, is actually having very high moisture. As Raksha mentioned, uh, most of the times when still the, the rain is happening in most of the places, and even the poultry producers who are buying uh, maize, they are actually have to wait to dry it. Uh, to a certain period of time. So overall, we found uh, high moisture. Other parameters was uh, okay. Uh, this high moisture has led to a rapid development of mold growth. Uh, in our collected samples, we observed around 180,000 uh, CFU units of mold per gram of the corn. And uh, that uh, was uh, really very high compared to what we expect around 10,000 CFU per gram. Uh, of the corn samples. Similarly, uh, mycotoxins that we analyzed through rapid read system, aflatoxin was uh, a concern as usual. We observed an average value of around 35 ppb and a maximum value of 165 ppb uh, for aflatoxins. Other uh, mycotoxins were also present, but uh, I would like to highlight that uh, just like in uh, India, apart from aflatoxin, and Dawn, Femonosin, and Gelenon, they are also present most of the times. And that's why producers must try to uh, see the challenge as a whole. And uh, Dawn values are quite uh, affecting the uh, broader poultry performance. So when we measured all these values uh, through risk equivalent quality, we found a uh, estimated value of 67. And in that, aflatoxin was contributing uh, mostly up to 55%. So when we use this kind of uh, corn into the poultry ration, we can expect around 80 gram uh, weight reduction in the broilers, and we can expect around 4x per hen in a laying cycle. Lokesh, that's interesting information. And maybe then just to help clarify some of those numbers for our listeners. You, know, you talked about some of those aflatoxin numbers, and then you mentioned a, a holistic number of 67, and that would be our REQ value uh, for the corn. So essentially taking uh, all of the other mycotoxins into account and giving it effectively an aflatoxin equivalent, we're saying that uh, the aflatoxin equivalent was 67 of which aflatoxin itself contributed i think you said 35 ppb is that is that the the overview yeah yes nick and uh, uh, the main thing is that apart from aflatoxins we found almost all the mycotoxins that we tested 43 some percent samples we found uh, all six mycotoxins that we uh, tested and 45 percent samples were having five mycotoxins out of six tested. So multiple mycotoxins is actually a big challenge for us. Which is an important point, 
particularly in the country because aflatoxin is such a focus. But as you as you quite rightly say, and really one of the, the key reasons for doing this type of work is to demonstrate that when it comes to a, a bird health and performance aspect, those other mycotoxins are very important. And in this regard, uh, in this season, uh, what we're suggesting is that aflatoxin is making up somewhere around 50% of the risk based on the numbers that we are looking at uh, with the, the other risk coming from those multiple other mycotoxins. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right, Nick. Well, Lokesh, Raksha, thanks very much for your, your time today. It's great to be able to showcase India and the harvest work that's been going on in that part of the world. We'll be following up with the harvest analysis uh, reports for some of the uh, other uh, key uh, harvesting uh, regions uh, over the next uh, week or so. Uh, and that all that information uh, will be available on nomycotoxins.com. But uh, for now, Lokesh, Raksha, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed listening today and look forward to you joining us next time on the Mycotoxin Matters podcast. For more information on the topics discussed, please visit nomycotoxins.com. That's K-N-O-W mycotoxins.com.